Hello and welcome to the Everton Fan Focus podcast. We're back, Mark. We're back, mate. Yeah. How are you? It's good to see you, mate. I, I barely recognise you. Thank God I stalk your house frequently because I knew where you lived. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, that's fine. It's been a while, hasn't it? Probably yeah. three months. Something like that. Best part of three months. Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, yeah. I think we've done one shortly. Yeah, was it, was it three months ago? Really? I, it was. Um, just after the second, wasn't it, of, of Martin? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, I'm just all I can hear that night was champagne corks and party pop as well. And it was, it's all a blur, a glamorous blur. <laughs> and then, ever since then, back down to here smoothly with what's gone on since. But. So you've um, you've grown a designer beard. Yeah. You've lost more hair on the top of your head. Yes, but replaced it stylishly below. <laughs> <laughs> it's a midlife crisis, I'll grow out of it. <laughs> Any other news? Everything else alright? Yeah. yeah, everything time, yeah. Oh, I'm right. steady on the bare front. So, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> you've, uh, you've had more women than bloody off dinners in the past few months, have you? I have definitely. <laughs> Jeremy Crowell, me too. Definitely scheduled in as a must, I think. Definitely. Yeah, now it's going there. Uh, it's going smoothly, which more than you can say for our transfer window. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the way you've done that. It's uh, almost like we planned that conversation. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll, we've obviously got a lot to discuss, haven't we? There's been yeah, uh, an endless list of activity probably since Roberto got the chop, and um, we're going to go right. through it bit by bit. I think it's only fair to start with the appointment of Ronald Koeman, which seems like old news now, to be honest, but yeah. we're just not doing a podcast the past couple of months. It's uh, very relevant, and yeah. Big Ronald, are we, what are we saying? Are we, you, you mentioned him in the last pod. Are we calling him Big Ron or is that too big much Ron of a is a bit, on I don't know, I, I just see a lot of jewellery when I think of Big Ron and, <laughs> and sort of mansions and, and racist comments. We'll, <laughs> we'll just call him uh, Ronald Koeman then. Well, Ronnie I think is better, maybe, or depends how Tottenham we get on against Tottenham, don't he? could be getting called something else. Yeah. <laughs> it's not quite as, you know, I think some of our fans went a bit far, didn't he, with Martinez, Bob, yeah. he was getting Bobby. Bobby's brown shoes again. We all got a bit carried away. Got a lot worse than that, mate. He was getting murals painted and everything on the side of the main stand. <laughs> he was getting lauded, yeah. Yeah, after one good season. But anyway, Ronald Koeman, yeah. obviously a massive name in the footballing world, on the pitch, off the pitch. He's well respected, highly regarded. Um, even though I'm looking at this bit of paper, I'm, I'm not. This isn't scripted. <laughs> um, None of it is, though. It? No, it sounds like it the way I'm trying to put a sentence together. But yeah, he's, he's you know, he's like goes without saying. You you say Ronald Koeman, everyone knows that he was a a top top draw defender. Yeah. Played for some well recognised sides. Obviously, very very well known in his homeland, Holland. And fair to say, he's he's got managerial experience. It's hardly a glittering record, though, is it? No, it's not, but it's the guy does carry a lot of weight behind him with what, what he's achieved in his playing career. And also, when you think about you know his job that he done at Southampton, I don't know, like that, some, some, that's not enough for some people they want a proven winner in. But I do think this guy is on an upward curve in his career, and I think that's it, it, it was the right kind of ambition for us to get us in. For, you know, I believe he was our number one target, wasn't he? So to go and get him. You know, whatever's gone on since has maybe deflated that a little bit, but it certainly showed the signal of intent 
from, from the board and, and where they wanted to go to go and land their number one target from a club who were miles better than us last season. You know? Definitely, and I think obviously there's been a bit of uh, point scoring with Southampton fans and what have you, but ultimately they've done they've done well. Southampton have got a lot of time for them. Yeah, um, but their players have been plucked away from them. You know, unfortunately, that that's what happens in football. It, we're used to that, but it, yeah. it, the shoes on the other foot this time. And I did feel like when we done that podcast back in May, the club had already identified Cumin. We were linked with Mourinho, Pellegrini. We were linked with, I think, even the likes of uh, Unai Emery, Emery Simeone. Yeah. We were chatting. I think, in terms of realistic, Cumin was probably the most realistic. He was proven in the Prem, um, as you say, upward curve of his career. Very much someone who's ambitious. Yeah. Um, in terms of stature, we are a bigger club than Southampton. I think you know the most, you know, sane Southampton fan would realise that. Um, he's spent time there. He's probably thought, well, you know, maybe six or seven is the best I'm going to do. Yeah. And hopefully, he sees Everton as you know a new project where he could maybe crack crack the the, the places above sixth and seventh, and and ultimately try and get into the Champions League. But a huge task there's no denying it but I, I, I've got to admit Mark I was happy with his appointment very happy same exact same here exact same I think his appointment alone is managerial you know now and all rounds he's got so much more adaptability than Martin has had in his, in his thoughts in his in, in, in how he changes a game you know if you think back to when they were 2-0 down against Liverpool and all that he, Everton would never have done that under Martin has to come back but not just one game and certainly not just because it was against Liverpool Cumin's uh, shown that he can adapt his tactics and all that. So I think that alone, and if we can, these players can 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 get that rocket up their ass, which I do think they still need, then then there's a, there's we could be having Cumin along this fifty worth about 10, 15 points extra mm. just on top of Martinez. You know what I mean? Because I think I don't think he's going to make anywhere near the same level of mistakes as Martinez did last two seasons. I just I just I'm impressed with his attitude. Again, he seems really yeah. genuinely. Liked and Martinez was genuinely liked, but I think Cumin is well liked and well respected because of who he is and what he's done. And uh, yeah. you know, Martinez was a very you know very Cumin's good with the cameras and and and, and talk of positivity. But I think Cumin's more of a realist. Yeah, and I like you know the fact that Old Trafford the other night uh, he's he's effing and blinding on a touchline and the the microphone yeah. the TV microphones must be uncomfortable squeamish even picking that up because. It's not meant to be heard at home, but you can physically hear it and see it. And he's 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 annoyed. And that, like I, I joke, he said he, for three years, we just haven't had any of that. Well, that's I mean, it. Martinez no. obviously tried to take the positives out of everything, but Cumin, you can see he's he's kicking every ball and he's he's winning every header from yeah. the touchline. And I think that you know that'll hit home with Evertonians. And I I looked at him the other night and I thought, you know what, he's passionate. That's what we want. He's real. He's a winner. Do you yeah. know what I mean? He, he, he come out, he come out, didn't he? After what, what games did we win in pre-season? Three-one was it? Mk Dons. Mk Dons. And yeah. he come out and said, you know, I, was, I wasn't best pleased with the second half performance. And yeah, do you know what I mean? I think and that's he wasn't. What, he wasn't too impressed after after a decent nil-nil draw at Old Trafford. Honestly, goes a long way with football fans. I think. And Absolutely. Martinez wasn't honest, and he he bullshitted his way through a lot of mud in, in his time as yeah. Everton. As much as you know, I wish him well for the future. Um, which. God knows how he got that golden, golden future he somehow landed himself in <laughs> he, 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 I think he would have saved himself better if he would have been a bit realistic and honest with the Everton fans and uh, Cumin's only been here a matter of months and I, I think we're seeing that already but there's still a long way to go it, you know things might not work out so we can only predict but 
He's, he's got a lot of more substance to him than Martinez yeah. has, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, aye. A lot more stage He's a bigger guy as well. He's seen with his flip-flops on holiday. Yeah. All absolutely. was missing there was a cigar. Cigar and maybe a Southern Comfort along the beach. Yeah. <laughs> he's brought his staff with him yeah. as well, Mark. Yeah. They're all on Twitter. <laughs> Pretty much. Jan, Jan Kluderberg's loving it, isn't he? He's loving it. He's, uh, he's, he's, he won't be loving it if it goes wrong on Saturday, but no... It's, uh, it's, it's good that they're all on Twitter, but I don't know how long they're going to be on. Yeah, the, the coaching staff was identified on, on Twitter itself. The other day, they look some kind of like mob entourage at the back, which is so much more reassuring than looking at Dennis Lawrence and uh, Graham Jones. <laughs> you know, they look... The, the coaching staff looks hungry, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? It looks, looks like... I don't know what I mean by well, that. They come with, they come they with stock, don't they? You know what I mean? About them, yeah, you know, they, yeah. They come with a high a high regard and there is associates and one of them is his brother. You know, they're people who he's brought in and appointed and fitness has been a, a big thing with Everton, hasn't yeah. it? You know, it came under the spotlight under Roberto. Well, I like that at half-time against United, I think it was. Clute, Clute, they was at them all drilling on the pitch and all that and then they were huddling and all that. I don't think we didn't see any of that last season. It's intense, isn't it? You know? it's, it was like, you know, trying to get everyone going, trying to get everyone... Playing at their best, it's sort of like we don't care who the opposition is. In, know, in goal, he's brought in a mentality. Yeah, well, in goal, he's brought in Ludowicz, is it? And again, you know, since Chris Woods oh, I mean, you know, departed, well, we, we, it's an area of concern. Fitness, yeah, you would say defence and, and in goal is a, a two key areas. I think it was know. an area neglected last mm. season. You know, I don't want to keep going on about last season, but. You know, it's just the setup is so much better, isn't it? It looks geared to move forward. We're not just at the whim of a, you know, of chance where where we're going to turn up and play worldy football for one game. What that, you know, I was thinking about that Wigan fan who got a spot and saying you'll have one great game every eight under Martinez and, and seven, you know, bad games. That's pretty much how it worked out last season, yeah. you know. But that we seem so much more geared to be consistently better. Mm. Although we haven't shown it in pre-season, admittedly. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. I can see you foaming at the mouth. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously he's came in, um, three-year contract. Yeah, that's about right. Appointed, you know, all, this, all the positive signs that come with that. Um, also, looking back on his most recent manager, I mean, you know, I'm not going to talk about his, his time at certain clubs, but obviously that's come into question, his, his, uh, his managerial experience. But yeah. Drawing on Southampton, from what I've seen, he's recruited well, he's got the best out of them players, they've been well organised, always full of pace and energy. Yeah, that's what I like. I mean, yeah, I think we had a decent record against Southampton, to be honest, Yeah. Um, over the past few years, and we've beaten them home and away and what have you. Um, but I, I was impressed, especially the fact that he's, he basically sold his whole squad to Liverpool over the course yeah. of two years. And you know, for him to then bring the likes of you know Mane, who ironically is not on to Liverpool, no, you know, and he's brought Shane Long in. Uh, he had to deal with Dayan Lovren leaving. He's had yeah. the likes of Steve da- Stephen Davis. So he, got him, he got him playing brilliantly. Yeah, you know, yeah. He brought but, in Fraser Forster, Ryan Bertrand. These these players, Nathaniel Klein, he dealt with him leaving. But yeah. he he signed players to to come in and sufficiently fill their place and then still yeah. kept them up there absolutely you know I mean? with all them players gone but there's always been a real energy behind Southampton Anti. they're a dangerous team you know when they're, when they're in full flow and that's what I want that's how I want Everton to be like next season you know constantly we've got certainly much more attack minded better players if, 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 
you know, so much uncertainty around, isn't there? But, you know, certainly I think Morales and Dalafoe are going to be up for it this season. And they're, you know, really dangerous players on their day. There's always... Cuban signature is bags of energy, isn't it, going forward? Yeah. You know, always committing men forward, but always lots of quality going, you know, they always... You don't see them, you know, they're always counter-attack effectively, don't they, and stuff like that. So that's what we that's what we want to see. But also he's got that defensive... We have looked a lot more solid defensively, yeah. a few more, a few hiccups along the way. But, you know, certainly looks like we're getting the foundation slowly but surely. Um, after the United game, I'm not going off the other games before people... Uh, say you know you it's, certainly the United game and and Espanol as well to be honest we didn't look although we lost didn't look too troubled yeah um, following on from that we've then obviously moving further down the line this summer we've we've gone and appointed Steve Walsh which is, it sort of came out of nowhere that one didn't it Don't you think? I mean there was a bit of speculation and then the the you know apparently rejected an approach or whatever but I think that one he signed a contract in May. So something's happened there in early June, hasn't it? it Contact's being made, and then obviously Everton, Everton have had to pay compensation for that. I, I was just wanting to know what conversations have happened to get him to come from Leicester. You know, he's he's the flavour of the month right now, isn't he? You know, he's the most respected sort of scout there is, or, or you know, in in his job role, that you know he's the most sought after guy. So, what what conversations took place there to get him to come to Everton? You know, it's something we're not privy to, but. It, all it lends, it's, it's like it's, it's adding to a confusing summer because we've shown ambition in getting Cumin and Walsh. It, you know, it will, a lot of teams, a lot of clubs would like to have in their staff, on their staff. And then we're sort of seeing this absolutely dead period of time where, where nothing's quite happening. We're sort of, it just looks like the same old transfer window, but... Um, but then other things say different about the club, do you know what I mean? The, the new manager paid all kinds of money to get rid of Magnus, paid all kinds to get Koeman in and Walsh. So so the investment in the setups there, it's just, um, you know, we've got a brand new table, we haven't got a nice table for to go on it yet. <laughs> you were building up towards something there, weren't you? Um, no, I agree. Yeah, it is frustrating, but I mean, I, I'll come to my views on it. I'm a lot more calmer, to be honest. But yeah. the one with Walsh, I don't know much about him, you know what I mean? Apart from the fact that the proof's probably in the pudding, isn't it? Fair play, Leicester City, what they did, the players that they've got, they've managed yeah. to keep older, most of them apart from Kante. But, you know, fair play. And it, someone has been in his ear, and, you know, do you want to be part of this project? Come and work with Kuma. Yeah, that's. Come and work with Farhad Mashiri, and, and, you know, we. We're going to look at the infrastructure and set up, but we're also wanting to you to drive the director of football role. And, and from the top, from the top, we've seen Farhad Mashiri come in in February, in May. We've seen Ronald Koeman come in in June, July. We've seen Steve Walsh come in. We just now need the players to follow. Yeah, see, that's it. And to be honest, as much as I've started to show some degree of panic on Twitter about what's going on, that's the safety net that's stopping me from going... A bit mental to be honest about what's going on again at Everton because that's that's like this isn't the same this isn't Martinez it isn't Ken Wright it's not it's not the old days you know yeah it's there's that that level of ambition's been inserted into the club now so I'm that's what's keeping me sort of calm there's clearly a drive there to make us better yeah you know behind the scenes which is good to, and but also you know I think it's more of a uh, a diplomatic approach which frustrates fans yeah because, you know we all want everything at, yesterday you look and at, I know. It's been a long window. You look at the Manchester City and Rubinho yes. example and people draw on that, but Everton aren't going to be like that, are they? And plus, you've got to have the, the lure for players, the attraction, and 
we haven't got European football. Look at the last two league finishes, bottom I half. I know. You know, the only the only attraction for me for Everton going in would be working for Ronald Koeman, playing alongside some of those players who are hugely talented. Apart from that, you know, Goodison yeah. Park in terms of infrastructure, that's it's not not the most appealing. The area at Liverpool, it is. It's brilliant for me and you, but for yeah. foreign players, whatever is today, you know, do they want to be in the Manchester's, the Londons? And this this obviously yeah. is all uh, a factor, but. I do think they'd open the Grafton again that we'd get all these players yeah, back yeah. Down, right? I, I do think that, that you know, the, the foundations and yeah. are slowly building towards something. It's just the fact that we're slowly building towards a transfer deadline as well, which yes. um, I think a lot of Evertonians have lost a lot of hair or it's well, gone it's, grey over I the summer. It's, just, it's like we start off with this great big air balloon, you know, of optimism, and slowly but surely we wound ourselves down to an eighth birthday party balloon stuck in the corner of the room. It's like the it's been drained a little bit hasn't it by what's gone on I, I think there's imminent imminent announcements on myself yeah I'm, um, I'm trying to think I, I'm, do, I do think either before or after the Spurs game though this week or early next week something's going to happen or there could be an announcement late this week and there'll be an unveiling at half time at Goodison on Saturday which means they go straight into the squad for the, the West Brom game the week after I know people want people signed to bed in but at the end of the day, I always think if you're good enough, it'll take you a couple of weeks. If you're, yeah. fit, if you're fit enough, you're in that team, you know what I mean? And I would say address a guy probably is an example of that from Saturday. He was only a pre-season friendly, but the kid, yeah. look, the kid looks like he won't take time to settle in at all. It looked great, didn't he? But apart from you know, the penalty, the, it was a bit over exuberance, I think, at the start of his debut, he was looking to impress. Didn't have his head screwed on right, but yeah, it's back. I tell you what, more energy seen in one pre-season friendly in that midfield than, than maybe the whole of last season. Yeah. Well, I mean, James <laughs> McCarthy's full of energy, but I don't think he's even full of that anymore. I don't think he's. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he just he just channels it in the wrong way. Anyway, yeah. So Steve Walsh came in. Yeah. Moving on to pre-season. I know we've both been on the Al Cody streams, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Watching any Al game, I think I watched the. Uh, and Ever- Everton friendly with no no commentary the other day. Yeah, I did as well. Strange, one. Right? Very strange. Yeah. I, but, um, I decided to commentate it on myself. It was Tyler-esque. But, go know. on, I'll try and let you remember all the pre-season <laughs> results then. Okay. Barnsley, first off. Very convincing. Very professional 3-0 win. I think Delafoe scored. Uh, Barkley scored a terrific goal, didn't he, on the left. Yeah. Getting the ball in. Uh, that was a great goal. And I think Morales scored as well that game. And then sort of that was a good. Do you know who impressed me in them games? Uh, certainly Barnsley and MK Dons was Shani Tarashash. I think I've said his name right. I've had one San Miguel. <laughs> you to spell that for us, man. I'll check it with Bully. T A R A S H A J. I think that was his name. Uh, but he looks a terrific player, if you ask me. Um, like a place in between the lines, you know, looks to link up. We looked a lot more what fluid you, with him. I, 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 I maybe I'm over it. Maybe I'm over. But I, 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 I forgot, forgot about, about him. Yeah, I think he. I think he looked the part. I know it's Barnsley and MK Dons and that's fair dues. But uh, you know, linking up with Delphine and linking up, we looked alive up front, and I thought he had a lot to do with that. You know, well, let's let's hope he's not another Joe Silver or oh, a or a Juliano <laughs> Rodrigo who I yeah. thought was going to conquer the world after we beat Wrexham too. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I forgot about him to be honest, Mark. But you know, he is a new signing. We signed him this year. He went back to complete his military service, didn't he? Play for Grasshoppers, yeah. and he's come back. And you know, it could be utilised. But it, 
you know, regardless of the results in pre-season, I know me, me, the likes of myself and you won't read too much into it. No. I've been... Refre- it, it, to be honest, we haven't got no other option to use youngsters because the squad is bare. Yeah. But I think it's refreshing to see these players coming in. The likes of Mason Hallgate at Old Trafford the other night. I thought he, he was didn't, strong, he, didn't he? Look, he didn't It looked like... He looked like he'd been playing. He looked like, like you know, Marcus Rashford, seasoned Premier League player, even though he's a kid. And I, yeah. I thought, you know what? That, that, that kid... That, he rose to the occasion superbly, didn't he? You know, I know because John Stones yeah, on the face of it. I think John Mellow said he was going to be even better than, than Stones. Well, they yeah. signed him, didn't he? Similar fashion to the way they signed Bar- um, Stones from Barnsley. But, you know, yeah. look, look at the other kids and, and that have been used. And Conor Grant's got a game, didn't he? Yeah. Um, Tara Shai, as you said. I think I was really disappointed in Kieran Dowell. He was a favourite of mine. I haven't seen him a few times but that's why they need to be nurtured you see yeah. whereas Tom Davis come in and took the piss didn't he last game of the season like, with his, and his luck and his it's swagger just... and now he's got the five year deal he's the sort of one on everyone's tongue yeah. on everyone's lips isn't and he? he hasn't looked bad pre-season to be honest exactly. he's great and he's a better read and breaks well if you ask me but that's it but the likes <laughs> of him Dow you know Ty Brown and Brendan Galloway don't forget them yeah, what's yeah. going on with Luke Garbutt you've got players oh, there and I thought he was I thought he was a really good player, Luke Garbutt, and now he's finding himself so far down the pecking order. I just but regardless of that, there is really a core youth there and again, if you just get the two or three faces that we need of quality, you've got a really good strong core there. You've got the older players, your Jack Yelkers, your yeah. experience of you know, your Coleman Baines. Um, yeah. you know Gareth Barry but then you've got Dick Coleman needs some, some competition gay, at right back you've got your gay in midfield you've got Funes Mori Stones you know potentially a couple of a couple of other new faces you've got Davis in and around the side but then you've got the vibrancy of Morales to Lafau, who I think are going to be huge for us yeah. this season and don't get me wrong I've never been Morales' biggest fan but the way he's looked I just think he, he's, he's like well he's, up for yeah, it isn't he? the shackles are off and yeah. to as well keep them two fit and fire and you'll get 10-15 goals potentially out of one of them look at the assists they're both on fighting for free kicks corners penalties you yeah. know if, if you've got they both score free front, kicks in pre-season yeah you, you yeah. know you know I don't know what's going to happen with the Lukaku situation but if you replace him whoever comes in has got those players behind him and Barkley as well I'll be but, honest the way I'm feeling about Lukaku you could replace him with a shoulder in mannequin and you'd get more up front than off him well, I, I do appreciate his <laughs> just <laughs> great goal scorer but he's no good to us if he's not interested well so you're beginning to sound like some of our fans last season <laughs> he scores goals but not on else well I don't, no, I don't no, really no, give a fuck if he does not on else do, score goals, absolutely, sticks the ball in the back of the net as long as he as long as he wants to do that that's fine he can, he can, everything else can go hang <laughs> so pre-seasons come to a close we've tried different formations different styles yeah seeing different players yeah and as um, you said before you know he's gone free at the back on occasion he's, he's, he's he'll go direct if he wants to he's put Zolofo up top it's it's different it's nice to see different a different I don't think we're going to see mentality isn't yeah. it and, and ideas I think we're not going to see constantly two sitting midfielders at home next season you know that, that alone is, is exciting enough isn't it do you know what I mean so we're going to see a more proactive approach to, to winning games at home I think Human's shown yeah like you say in five was it five games over pre-season he's got far more adaptability than our previous manager um, which is which is good in itself I think that's what was drilling the players nothing was changing nothing you know no matter what happened in training 
it was all the same, wasn't it? But no, signs are there. We we do we do just need that that one even one big signing this week just to lift it. Don't let us go into their flat. You know, like nothing. You know, we turn up. We you know we're walking around like Texas Pete at the end of the season, thinking this is gonna be it. And now we're sort of resembling Spotty Man looking after Super Ted. <laughs> what are you talking about here? Um, All the viewers on that. It's meant to be a football podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, anyway, back to the back to the pre-season issue. But I, I know what you mean. I want to come to transfers in a minute. Yeah, because you keep going on about it. <laughs> But probably take us an hour to go through all the players that have been linked with. So, yeah, six hundred and twelve. Let's keep some structure. Let's keep some structure to this podcast <laughs> for once. Stop drifting on. I'm only transfers. To be honest, you're right though. You are right, and you know, I, I as much as I'm calm about it, I can see completely get that Evertonians are frustrated. But yeah, pre-season is usually your chance to you know you're eyeing up your new talent, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. You're looking at your new players in an Everton shirt, and you're like, oh, I'm excited about this. Whereas, what about him? You know, look good. Martin yeah. Stecklenberg between his sticks. I know. <laughs> it's not exactly. It's although he looks good, you know, it's not. It, obviously, we need. It doesn't even have to be a marquee signing. It just has to be a, a decent, substantial fee. Adrissa Gay probably. People think oh Villa got relegated, but I think that could be a good signing. Yeah, he was um, a great player. You know, he's a very good player. On the face of it, will he Gareth Barry do the mopping up in front of the back three? Yeah. Uh, Gay's a bit further ahead and then Barkley you know what I mean Barkley too today wasn't he about impressing um, exactly Koeman so, so the, you know as long as he's fit you can see Barry playing the star I think he's got more to offer than McCarthy in there hasn't he yeah. obviously but um, yeah I think what it, what, what it is Mark it's not disappointment it's just the, this is the pre-season where we thought things would be different mm. you know what I mean and right now with, with so many with three weeks left to the window things don't look different even though quite clearly behind the scenes things are changing, they're not changing fast enough on the pitch, and, and we've waited so long for such ambition to be injected on that pitch. It, I I get why there's there's the fuses, and I'm sure. So this. so what you're saying is, we right. thought it was Christmas Day, but we're being told that we've got to wait till Boxing Day. What you're saying is, presents. sixteen years <laughs> we waited for investments. I'm not. And not we got it. And <laughs> less, than one, start on camera? less than six weeks. <laughs> All our fans are having a meltdown. I, I totally get I, it, mate. I, I'm, but I'm allowed to because I was having meltdowns for 16 years. Well, you was. <laughs> you, you, you first uh, opened my eyes to to the, the different views on Everton's ownership, shall we say. But yeah, I, I, I know I'm, what you're saying. I'm trying to be right. a mature supporter about this and trying to be real and think, look, I, I, of course I want Rubinho and, and Ibrahimovic. Yeah, playing, See, playing off Lukaku, and I, of course I want that. But I, I'm trying to be more grounded with this, and the fact that Mashiri's come in, it's not, it's cliche, but Rome wasn't built in a day. No, I don't believe that he will come here without this long-term plan to make Everton a successful outfit, and that takes time. We're always totally. gonna, we're always gonna have players who leave. We're always gonna have players that we sign. Yeah, as Evertonians, we're used to a lot of shit. In yeah. the transfer market, let's be honest. But I do believe this domino effect of his arrival, Mashiri's arrival, Ronald Koeman's arrival in the end of Martinez's era, Steve Walsh coming in yeah. to, to embrace this new setup, new coaches, yeah. a new mentality, a new, a new plan for the infrastructure. 
with the with the ground because yeah. we all know that that we just needed that businessman that has got a bit more nous than yeah Robert Elstone hasn't got any but do you know what I mean? <laughs> now that Absolutely. we've got that. Yeah. It's stages and unfortunately if the transfer window was the end of December then not we wouldn't be having this conversation now because no. we'd be like yeah it's sound but the season starts on Saturday it's five days away I completely see that but I do have a lot of faith that before the end of the window Everton will get two or three faces over the line and some people might stop me and say well two or three faces not enough we've lost three players we have yeah. and we're probably likely to lose another three um, yeah. when, when the arse gets in that taxi um, <laughs> But I do, I, I, I've got faith this time around. I've got See, a lot of faith. And I, I, people are forgetting we've signed a keeper, we've signed a midfielder. We need to bring in now three names. I don't get carried away with the, the links to Witzel, the links to you know Wesley Schneider the other week. You, don't, you can't read too much into it. No. And then no one linked us with that Adrissa Gay. And we signed a kid, a prospect who could turn into a... But, a world-class Premier League player in the matter of three or four years. Yeah. You just don't know. Which shows that the ITKs out there know absolutely nothing. Exactly. So you know, You're right, though. You pointed out the fundamental things that have been inserted at the club to give us more than, more than genuine optimism. But it's just, you know, we, we, thought, we thought that would be represented on the pitch a lot sooner than it has. No, been, I get that. Yeah, I get I that. that's what it is, mate. I get that. And when I joke on Twitter, I'm not having a go at anyone. I'm just... Yeah. I, I just... I, I, you know, don't get me wrong, you've only got to listen to the podcast or any sort of article. I, I'm, a, I fucking, I'm a depressive when it comes to Everton, I've got to be honest, I always, I've seen a lot of negativity and I've got sick of it over the years, yeah. but this time I do feel like a lot is changing and will change, yeah. and I, I'm, I've been, I've, you know, I know people want instant success in football, but I believe Mashiri's style and Everton's style is going to be, it might be a, a waiting game. You might not see any marquee signings till next summer, but then the summer after we might be, you know, building a new stadium. So what's not to get excited about that? I just think yeah. there is a long-term plan in place. Eventually, Bill Kenwright and, and a couple of his colleagues will step away. When Mashiri's got the plan in place, he knows where he's going to go with yeah. this club on the pitch and off it, and it'll fit. I do believe it will fit. So yeah, there you go. I've 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 won you over. That satisfied me completely. But you I know, do you feel Mark that this this transfer incoming transfers imminent? Yeah, and I'm so, not. And, 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 and I don't know anyone who works at Finch Farm, but <laughs> I do feel like like something big's brewing. It's going to be some major developments, and uh, you know, by the time we play Stoke, yes, on my wedding day, on your wedding day, um, that I'll you you know you'll be texting me as I'm. As I'm doing my vows, saying, "Well, we've just signed Axel Witzel there for 27 million." <laughs> I do believe that there's something going to happen. Try and get it into the best man speech. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. But maybe let's just hope it does, because that's that's all that's missing, really. Because you know, it's just we, we just haven't quite been able to get carried away, have we? I, mean, I think we all see a lot of people have crappy reality, like their lives, you know, shitty jobs or whatever. And Everton is is. We, for once, we thought there was going to be some fantasy football going on, which is short-sighted, but we just thought it was going to go hand-in-hand hand with the investment. I completely. But, uh, I, I, and I think I, that, that, that Evan allows you to escape, uh, certainly when it's going well, it allows you to, I don't know, maybe I'm just that, overthinking it, but that's... that's it, I know. agree, and I don't, I, you know, it doesn't matter what you do, any walk of life, we all speak to fans on Twitter, don't yeah. we, all the time? Yeah. Um, we all do share a love and an interest for them, but we all have different views, and... We all take the piss out of each other on social media all the time, but the goal is we all want to sign players, we all want to win the league. 
Do you yeah. know what I mean? We all want a new stadium on but the we, docks. We 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 differentiate on how we think that's going to be achieved, don't we? Yeah. You know, we think differently. It is tough, Mark, because both you know me and you, we're not getting any younger. There's lads. I'd nope. love I'd love kids below us and our kids to be able to grow up and yeah. see Everton lifting trophies. Do you know even if it's an FA Cup or a league, cup. a Europa League, just just getting back into the mix of it. So yeah, you're I, right. Just hope that you know that, that this is small steps towards towards what we what we want to see from Everton. Consistent, you know. I think we'd all take a couple of quiet, well, a lot of quiet weeks in the transfer window if it meant if it meant in the long term that you know we got things right and we're consistently successful. It's going to look like a, a small hit to take, but right now, I think yeah, you know, it's just one of them, and you know, we're living here and now, but it's just a little bit disappointing at the moment. But it could change overnight. It could, it could, and I think that's why that's that's football in it. Yeah. And I think you know, come Friday, you might be ringing me saying, "Oh my God, have you seen that? This has happened." And you just don't know, you know. John Stones could sign for Man City tomorrow morning, couldn't he? For fifty million, you think, "Oh, we've lost another player." Yeah, we're gonna have to sign another. So that's, but we're not signing anybody. But it's, <laughs> it's it's it is one big game of chess. Yeah. But on the squad, Mark. Yeah. Um, we've lost Leon Osman, Stephen Pienaar, Tommy a bit, and I think. All three of them deserve a special mention in this, to be honest. Um, regardless of what Tony Abbott's just said in the newspapers, yeah, I do feel that all three of them spent different times at, at Goodison. Um, yeah, brought their own qualities in their own ways. My favourite of those three was definitely Stephen Pina. Same for me, um, absolutely. It was sad, sad to see him pick up injuries and, and slow down towards the end. I believe he's training with Sunderland, which is nice. Yeah, to be honest, for them. And you know, was released. Well, fit, he certainly got the qualities of playing the Premier League. I'd say, you know, you know I'll definitely say Stephen Pienaar is one of the best players I've ever seen he was, play for he was, in, he was in that team that I really thought could have done a lot better under Moyes, but it was still one of my favourite teams in, in sort of 07 08, you know, the UEFA Cutler and all that, where we had Arteta and, and Kale and, and Pienaar, Vianney Kubu Johnson. I thought it was one of the, my favourite teams, and Pienaar and that was just instrumental. Do you know what I mean? I thought he was. I got, I got why Moyes brought him to the club totally. He was like, you know, a technician, money, you know, a little, not quite Beardsley, but that kind of link up player that, that yeah. you know, I'll never forget his assist for Yakubu ever. It's just gave him the eyes, slid him in, and he buried it in the bottom corner. I, I, I just loved how he used to but, draw, he'd draw a foul. He was so clever on the ball. Yeah. He, just, he was a nightmare to mark. I mean, you could, you you could, could just throw the ball to him with about three fellas around him and he wouldn't lose it. His well, movement, and it, it was just. He's brilliant and, you know, it definitely does deserve a mention here. And all the best to the future, PNR. Obviously, you're not going to be listening to this, like, but no, we, we, we would wish him well. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Leon Osman, the same, you know, fantastic servant to the club, not everyone's cup of tea. I'm, I'm yeah. worried now, now that he's gone, who are we all going to scream at? Because um, <laughs> he, he did become a bit of a scapegoat at times, but Osman was definitely a joke around the club and shared some memorable moments, and he, again, Deserves a, a, a great. But he, he got a testimonial. Yeah. Has he had a testimonial? I don't know, to be honest. I can't remember. It doesn't stand out. He, he must be getting one. Shake Blues, us. We should know that. I know. <laughs> Super Blues on Twitter, does anyone know? Tony Abbott. Tony Abbott had a, 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 a testimonial. testimonial. We were all doing forward rolls in the Gladys Street. I know. Um, the free kick. But yeah, look, they've been at the club a long time, certainly where my couple say, I can't stand there and say, oh, I loved them, they were great, and, you know, they were proper effort, and I screamed at Osman more times than I praised him, certainly, but, you know, don't, certainly magical moments, no one will ever forget the, the Portsmouth winner, 
in about the 108th minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Gladys Street, which was just, you know, when that moments when they, when they turned the Gladys Street into a human washing machine, I think, you, you know, forget the players that may do that, but, you know, absolutely, certainly, a couple of, uh, well, a good player or something oh, on his day, but just, you know, yeah, great servants. I'd believe it at that. Yeah. <laughs> I would say Tony had a great seven, but that is someone a great seven when they've done nothing for three years. Well, I, I, I know, but I, <laughs> See, I, me I, again, again, I'm trying, trying to be nice. pragmatic with this. And I Generally, think, he's been a good seven. Yeah, in general, you know, he, he's not he's not been a great player, Tony ever, but he, no, he, he played for the club, he, he picked up a wage and, and he, yeah. he liked to tackle and I wouldn't say there's some great memories in there but fair play to the lad you know what I mean he was an Everton player we wish him well Yes. Um, same with Osman I would definitely say that in terms of popularity I've just mentioned Pienaar, Osman and Hibbert and that that's probably the, 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 the I think if you hold that Pienaar would yeah. be top of that list yeah of course if you're, mm. Tony Hibbert's comments um, I'll come to a bit later yeah, um, but on the squad yeah, we've lost three players we've brought in Martin Stecklenberg in goal it looked okay. It's all right, doesn't it? Looks okay. Yeah. Look neat and tidy at Old Trafford. No problem there. Look confident. Does he start on Saturday? I think he has to. Yeah, of course. Joel is is too much madness for me. I don't know. It's just we need some kind of new in there. Do you know what I mean? I think Stecklenberg hasn't done his chances any harm at all. Well, I think, he's, I think he's looked he's looked solid enough. It's been ten years and we're now faced with a real change in the in I know, the goal, yeah. So. It's almost gone unnoticed, hasn't it? Yeah. It's, you know. Sort of. Tim, sorry, we should mention Tim Howard as well. I think we did though last yeah. time. Yeah. He's gone and wishing him well, but um, it's, it's. I would say he's left a big void in the goal, but there was no difference when he was stood in that goal. No, to, be he left, he, to be honest, when someone had a shot, he left a big void next to him. Um, but we've got Stefflenberg. He could well start. I, I think Joel's commanding. I mean, I remember watching him when he came in. He is commanding and vocal, which is one thing, but I still don't think he's the answer. No. I, so I I'm hoping yeah, Stefflenberg is. I don't know, yeah, there's just been. Doesn't, mm. he, he just doesn't quite carry that. That belief that he, he is the answer to our problems, does he, you know, certain things that he does, I don't know. Stacking back though, neat and tidy. We do need a proper goalkeeper in there, if you ask me, a bona fide well, number that's, one. That's what we're going to say, what you positions. Know, for me, we need the spine addressing. And I never thought I'd say that, to be honest, but it's, we need a goalkeeper, a centre-back, uh, commanding a, a centre-mid, but not so much... You know, we need an do we creativity. Need a, God, do we need a centre back though if Stone stays? Because you've got Mason Hargate as well. Uh, arguably not, mate. No, no, arguably we don't. Um, if Williams comes in, that possibly is the right man on the wall. Then, as regards to Stones, I know people would su- I'd sooner Stone stay than Williams come in. Williams is a very good player. Has Jack you know, also got a future at the club? I don't know. He seems to be made of glass lately, Jacks, doesn't he? And I love Jagger. It's a quiet captain. I always think he's, but he leads by example more than by his. By vocal, you know, anything on the pitch, he leads by his own performance. But is he's it been so injury prone lately? Hasn't you've he, got you the know? potential here for major changes at the heart of our defence. Absolutely, yeah. Funes Mori's going nowhere. I think he's he's a bit erratic, isn't he? But you can see there's a good player in there. Yeah. Mason Holgate emerging. Does does Cumin see him potentially at right back competition for Coleman? I don't Absolutely. know. Coleman, that's what John Stones up yeah. in the air, isn't it? Yeah, up in the air. You could potentially see Ashley Williams come in and play alongside Funes Mori and John Stones and Jagger was phased out you just don't know do you absolutely well, that's it. Ashley possible. Williams is yeah. the captain of material similar age as Jagger. excellent defender let's have it right people aren't impressed that they're going to sign him I think horses for courses if this fella helps us get come in and we get to where we want to be this season top 6 top 5 you know 
who cares if we sell him after one season? It's all about it's all about getting to where we need to be. I think he's a very good. Every player. time you see him, he's he's wrestling with strikers, getting himself stuck in. Nobody's we got had no one at the club he's, like that for two years. No one. He's a defender who loves to defend. Mm. You know, Morley's got a bit of that in him. He's inexperienced, and and hopefully he'll get better. But I think Williams gets as much pleasure out of making a tackle as Lukaku does the other end of scoring. You would think. Yeah. You know. Well, I I'd agree about the span. You said about competition for Coleman before. Uh, there was a few, a few yeah. he didn't do too badly the other night like Coleman but he's just didn't miss didn't he we, we, we he's not the same as Coleman at the yeah. start is he he's not no, that player I just it's it's a difficult one with him because he can be brilliant one minute and look very mediocre the next he's, he's lost his ability to go past players as well mm. you know on the right how many times did he nutmeg or fool someone you know you know on the right and at the start Whipping great balls in. But then you could say the same talent. about Leighton Baines, but Leighton Baines is about five years old or yeah. something. But I think Leighton Baines was, was quite back to his old self recently. Yeah. A lot better. He needs to get his confidence back because he lost it, didn't he? He was always looking backwards for a pass, whereas yeah. Baines always wanted trying to dart and run and good balls, obviously, PR out yeah. that. But they did, a lot of them seemed to lose the mojo, didn't they? I think Baines could be like Morales this season. He looked so affected by the whole madness thing, didn't yeah. you know? Really did. His goal against Bournemouth was like a, an apology to the fans if you look at his celebration. But he could be like a Morales who could be rejuvenated again under a new manager, I think. I'm expecting a much better Leighton Baines than, you know, back to his old self. I also you know, love Leighton Baines, don't we? He's Everton. He's, he's, we, everyone identifies with him. He's a good lad as well, isn't he? Yeah, uh, you know, giving lifts to, uh, to the old, was it Old Trafford that time? I think he gave lifts to the lads home. That sort of thing. He gets us, you know, and I think, I'm not just saying that, you know, I don't care if people are blues or not, they've got to do a job, but he's, you know, he looks think, a lot better. There's he's, been times over the past two years he's been more asked about how his hair looks though than what, <laughs> don't know who he's going to pass to. And Absolutely. I think, you know, th- th- none of them, none of them could avoid criticism from last season. No, you're right. Um, but it's just, it's clean slate, certainly expecting bigger seasons from Baines and definitely Morales this season, you know, so mm. hopefully we can do it. But down the middle, you know, guy comes in, but uh, Bezic gets injured, you think, oh, we need bodies. Darren Gibson gets a new two-year deal, you're thinking, what's going on then? And he's involved. Who, who's going to play in that midfield? You need someone, to, you know the way Stoke went out and bought 16, 17 million on that in Bula? Yes. You need someone like that, I think. Is, get, is Guy that answer? I don't know. Is he big enough to be that answer? You sort of need someone to come in, and the Arco, only messing. Um, <laughs> you need someone to come in, don't you, just to like, right, I'm going to, Evolve into the new Gareth Barry, but with a bit more about me. Yeah, and ju- it's just it's all eager. But the, there's another 19 Premier League clubs who are looking for a player like that, so we haven't got yeah. we haven't got 200 Ideally, million to buy Paul Pocket. Patrick Vieira reincarnate, don't we? That's what we need, you know. Or you know, but I, for me, crying out before, above all else, you know, we can wing that for a bit, maybe drop Barkley in there uh, and stuff. We badly need creativity on that pitch. Barkley is now for me not the answer at number ten. No, no, he's. I don't know. Makes too many, makes too many poor decisions on the ball. I don't know. Maybe he could get better. I'm, I'm not Barkley's biggest fan, but I'm just not seeing him in that position. I'm seeing him sent, when he played with Bessie that time. He's QPR. I think it was two seasons ago, and he had a great game. Look, look, a well beater at Sunderland. I think that's his position. Number ten. You need a specialist in there. We badly need one matter for me. I just I knew you were going to say that. I thing, have to yeah. get. We have to sign me. For me, it'd be like when when we got Beardsley. It'd be that big if we got him. I really believe that. 
We, we just uh, there's no one to unlock the door on there. But, it's, that but again, Evertonians, a lot of Evertonians are like, nah, I don't want what matter to me. Don't want what matter, that's just ridiculous, isn't uh, it? Who, who, who in the Premier League, would, I mean, Chelsea got rid with the Mourinho situation, United look like they'll get rid. It's like he's, he's, he's too good of a player, but he just he, he won't fit into people. But imagine Juan Mata slotting the balls to Telephone or Alistair Barkley, Lucardi. To me, that's mouthwatering. Yeah, 100%. Just, just one player, one signing, one get it over the line. He's not wanted at Old Trafford. He's clearly been humiliated there um, in the last game against. Um, forgive me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Did he play against last night in the charity shield? Yeah. It was just community shield even. He got humiliated. That was Mourinho clearly telling him that, you know, there's no future for you there because there's no need to do that. But I just think we should make him our number one target. Honestly. Again, it's down the middle of the team. He's the catalyst that we yeah. need. And then we need another striker. But what kind of striker? Do we need a bony where he's going to hold the ball up? And a lot better than Lukaku, I think he would do that as well, to be honest with you. Bony gets in the mood, he's a lot. He, he, Let's be know. honest, I love Lukaku, but he couldn't hold a conversation. <laughs> he can in Belgium, mate, when he's talking to the press. Oh, no, that's <laughs> off, <laughs> hey, he rolls right off the tongue there. But, uh, no, so what kind of striker would we go for? You know, it's like, I don't know, do we need a fast, nippy young striker like, you know... A Franny Jeffers? A Franny Jeffers. <laughs> or do we need a Kevin Campbell up there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I know it's, it's an interesting one, you know. We certainly need something more than a corner, you put it that way. Oh my god, it's you know, that, that's why I feel like I put a tweet up before saying it's five days till the season starts and Coney's still on number nine. You know? I'm watching that Premier League years last night, Mark, and showed that Sunderland game when he scored the attic. I know. Oh, he looked like a world beater. What happened then? Completely rested on his laurels, did he? Oh, doing a little camel celebration at the Gladys. You can only do that celebration if you're going to follow it up with another 12 goals. You can't be doing that and then doing nothing for eight months. He's just like, uh, I don't know, it, it's not going to work. He's there. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if he stayed because Kuma might say, right, we'll he's keep like, Lukaku. He's like Coleman's Alan Lodge, he only gets the shop in him once every six months. Yeah. <laughs> like, How do you think these are? Wait, that, I just want to, sorry, that's the last one I'm going out with. I interrupted what you said. Or like that mate who'll get the round in once every four nights out or something. Yeah, but then want maximum praise for that round. Yeah. 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 And then dye his hair blonde. (laughs) And pitch himself riding the camel. That didn't camel walks after a death. Honestly, I agree about the squad depth. Down the left-hand side, I think it's a concern. Oviedo, not my cup of tea. not really an offensive player. Baines is going to be in a position. Who else is there? Do you know what I mean? We've always had a bit of an outlet, be it a... A kill ban, be it a, a Stephen Pienaar, yeah, <laughs> or as Martinez liked a Kone, uh, uh, or a Naismith out left, or anyone who, who couldn't play left. But that's to, to be honest, like we just we could do with someone who's creative. But why matters left footed? You know what I mean? He's not a winger, but I don't know. I just feel we do need creative, especially Barton. left side. Yeah, um, like a, like a, we're not going to get him. I think he's injured as well. But like a Cazorla type player, do you know what I mean? Someone like that who can. You can link the play up, but also add width and I don't know, you know, it's just... 
Only I know Cazorla plays central mostly, but I'm thinking left side of central. But. If only Farhad was sitting here with us now. I know. I mean, you know, I think he wanted to come tonight as well, but uh, he had no petrol left in his yacht. I know. <laughs> and I've got no Jaffa cakes left. Now, you see, I promised everyone Jaffa cakes and there's none here. None. <laughs> Farhad. Farhad. Get them along, bring the Jaffa cakes along. Let's get them fit beards and a couple of signings, mate, and we'll have a beach party. turn off in a suit, an old swan. <laughs> He'd be welcome with open arms. <laughs> He'd um, left home as well, mate, after. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the squad. Um, or lack of it, shall we say. Yeah. But you know, I've got the likes of Tom Davis, um, Mason Holgate, you know, Brendan Galloway that are going to be. Around the at least team. on that bench yeah. I would like to think they'd be involved Tom Davis looks a man amongst you know oh, he, yeah, remember that last game of the season nothing game to be honest but the kid just looks mature beyond his years as does Mason Hallgate nothing game or not he's that, got to show his ability hasn't he oh, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. if um, you've got that I think you know they could go a long way but I agree by the by we still need players so I can just about see that piece of paper now <laughs> the lights gone off um, but yeah they're the, they're the only incomings and outgoings. Yeah. But we've been linked with so many players. We've just covered a few of them then, haven't we? Just off the, off the script here. Um, There's been so many. We've been linked with Axel Witzel, Juan Mata, Marco Anotovic. That was a clever one, wasn't it? Oh, William Carvalho. Um, what was the other lad? Boney. Boney. Williams. Williams. Schneiderlin. Schneider. Someone I'd have. Guy. Stecklin. Uh, sorry, we've signed him. Stones on Lukaku being linked with oh. away. Your kids messaged you before. Balassi, 18 million. Yeah, apparently the Guardian are reporting tonight that we've been, I don't think that's enough to be honest with you, mate, to get him. But, Eight, uh, I know, haven't someone gone for him before? Yeah, like maybe. I may have been Spurs, yeah, yeah. Seems a Spurs type player, doesn't he? But um, I don't think 18 million would be enough, but I don't know. Maybe he's in the last year of his contract, I'm guessing, I don't know. But, um, I think he's a terrific player, but again, on his day, does he have enough of them days? Have we, not, have we not got options in them areas, though, in terms of the last Right hand side, we have. Is central, still always the central figure now with, with I, I completely agree. We seem over, that's the one area that we seem overloaded on, don't we? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, is he where, I think it's the more, I think there's a lot more priority, there's, there's more priorities needed. We need to focus. I let me get that out of it. We need to focus our attention on you know on, on other areas first. Absolutely. It's just though, it's a different player every day, isn't it? Do you know what Do I mean? Know, we need that number ten to create the spark. There's no spark in the midfield. There's yeah. nothing. All we're relying on is a bit of individual brilliance from Morales or Delfo or, or even Lukaku. <laughs> no wonder he had one drink. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's it. That's it. It, it, it. I think fans. It's like when we appointed Cumin, you know, we got linked with every man and his dog as the manager, didn't we? And we mm. all thought, wow, we're going to take over the world. But I do think you have to remain grounded. I'm not saying don't, don't be ambitious, but be realistic with your targets. And yeah. as I said before, the, the attraction of Everton, the, there might not be a lot of attraction there. You know, as a supporter, you think the world of the club. But as but a player, every you want player to come in a career and, and win things or play in Europe, then Everton don't offer that at the moment, let's be real about it. If you had it. that new stadium now, you just wonder how many players we would have signed. Well, that's uh, it. You know, I know Goodson's getting a, a revamp, isn't it, as well, but that's it's not going to count for much in the short term. But you know, signing money, players. Money's a lot, but I think Everton, even if they've got more money now, they're not going to start giving people 180 grand a week or 160 grand a week like Sammy and Nasri who we've been linked with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to happen. We, we still have to... 
we still have to like sort of keep our. I know it's. it's keep an eye on the, on the back door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but keep you know, to your values as well and have a bit of a bit of normality because if you go overboard, then we've seen how it can fail. I don't. I don't I, probably just talking all this shit tomorrow. Go and give them 250 grand a week as long as we win the league or something. I'm not bothered. <laughs> and as long as you get them in before Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> tonight, Everton. We're far hard to ask them much, are we? No. Build the that stadium. I want to see Joe Anderson down there with his rigger boots on <laughs> and a high-vis high laying those first bricks by Saturday. Yeah. And I want to see Ashley Williams, Boney, Witzel and Mata um, in an Everton tracky. On yeah. Madison Road at five past one. Oh, on that would be terrific. Yeah, signing programmes. But I'm not asking much. No, signing, writing their names in on the team sheet at the back where it's not even filled in yet. The next <laughs> item, Mark, yeah. was youngsters, but we've covered it. We have. Well, you know, we're that good. We've already covered it. That's just amazing, isn't it? But <laughs> what, you, you know, what are your thoughts on that? I've spoken about them before, but... Youngsters, well, there seems to be a little bit of lack in, in the striking areas, like coming through. But maybe Tarikaj can be the answer. I'm getting used to his name, uh, but I know we've signed him. But certainly, mate, the, the excitement is all with Tom Davis, and you can see why England invited him to train with the the seniors. I think maybe even a year ago, wasn't it? When he was only sixteen, kid's got something well, something about him. You know, he's we 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 yearn for players who remind us of our great you know our greatest teams and, and I yearn to see another not greatest teams but I, I'd love to see another Kanchelskis playing for us you know what I mean but certainly all time greats when you look at Tom Davis there is definitely a bit of Reedy about him and a bit of, a bit of Bracewell there's just that he's got that mix probably going overboard but who cares you know it's it's the way I see it I just think he, he's got it all it's nice to get excited though, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I haven't moaned that much this pre-season. It's nice to get excited, you know. I'm going to talk positively. I'll do it. I'll do it with the same zest as I'll moan about something. But, yeah, Tom Davis is clearly is where the excitement's at for the youth. Excellent player. And he got a new contract. Yeah. Five years, was it? Five years. To stop him from doing it at Jeffers, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> bring off to Arsenal and ceasing to exist. The signs are bright and... Not every Premier League team gives you the chance, but... See, know. some players, some, it's not enough for fans. Youngsters don't excite fans, do they? You know, it's sirens that excite fans, but this fella is certainly one to get excited about. Especially that, more older supporters who come in and say, oh, there's a lot of kid there who's come in. I remember my granddad used to go on about it, you know. You'd sign a foreign striker and my granddad would take a year to learn how to pronounce his name. <laughs> Whereas as a, as a young Scouse kid or, you know, English kid coming through, British kid. Um, or yeah. just a youngster, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter where he's from, I suppose. But he'd, he'd get excited by that. And I think it's good yeah. because we've got them across the pitch. We just could do with a young keeper and a, a young striker as well to... To be like, wow, we've, we've really got a good setup, but I think we're certainly winning enough trophies at that youth level. I know, you know to, 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 to say that the under, under, well, yeah. the under 23 was it the Liverpool Senior Cup? I think they they won, didn't they as well? The, the other day they won two trophies in, in in a week, wasn't it? I think so. That certainly it's looking great, you know. So at youth level, Unsworth's doing a great job. Yeah, and um, there's a few, as well. Yeah, there's a few other bits we need to discuss before yeah. we. Probably finish and uh, <laughs> look at the fixtures because we've got to start looking at the fixtures. Oh my again. god, crazy! Have you got some fans' views? I have. Bear with me one second. Let me drag them up. I haven't got them. I didn't memorize them. Well, it's fine. Yeah, we we uh, 
We asked supporters a question on Twitter before, didn't we? We did. Um, because we do like to include the fans, you know. Absolutely. Uh, let me think. Our views aren't always right. Not always. Usually at half eleven on a Saturday night, they're never right. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got some other items to discuss as well. We asked, I think it was to do, you know, we. We, I know this is like pissing everybody off, to be honest with you, what's going on in the transfers, but we asked anyway, um, what's the minimum Everton need to bring in before Saturday? And a lot of people said that... So maybe, how many replies did you get? 4,000? Only 3,000 tonight. I think, some of the, I think uh, a lot of people are working nights. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, find some just, out then? I'm going to find some out. I'm just looking through them now. One second, one second, one second. Just, uh, I tweet just, so just much. Close, I have to go. Just do us a favour. Close all them dating apps down first. <laughs> and then. Uh, <laughs> Got a bit trying to say hello there to me, but you know... Needs must as the devil drives love I'm working. But, <laughs> now I think um, people are more realistic. The same before the window shuts, we need four stones to go, maybe two centre backs. This is Joe Carroll, uh, says that um, we need two centre backs, a centre midfielder and a striker, ideally five with a, a goalkeeper. See, a lot of people, uh, wait, wait a sec, am I stalling because I can't get them up? <laughs> um, one second. A lot of people. Acknowledge that it's it's the it's it's the the spine of the team that needs addressing. Yeah, down the uh, middle. Paul Williams, Willow, uh, nineteen seventy one, four minimum goalkeeper, uh, central defender, midfielder, and a forward. Um, again, this is just basically people just saying it's you know, similar to yeah, yeah, yeah. All I'm getting is four. We need we need a centre back, the striker. With Carlos Blue says striker. Seriously, we need one. It's a mess. This. <laughs> I know people's you know uh, make the toffees uh, put we need a keeper centre half left sided midfielder winger a box to box midfielder I think that's spawn and a striker and, and that's just for the first 11 and the squad needs a lot more urgently yeah yeah you know, that's a serious point yeah um, no, we've got people are still mentioning McGeady still being on the books <laughs> I know well that's a thing isn't it we, we didn't really cover up with the squad but Nias is going to go, isn't he? Yeah. McGeady's surely nailed on to leave. Colney, I think, will get away with it, won't he? It's hard to think that, that these people are still at the club, you know. It's mad that Nias one, though, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. Well, I mean, just what, what was the motive the, behind signing him? Who signed that transfer? Who looked at that? It, it needs, I think, honestly, criminal action needs to be taken there, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I don't really feel sorry for him, but when you look at it, it's like... We've it's had a bit human. I mean, no millionaire gets humiliated. Let's be honest, but it's it's embarrassing, isn't it? The way it's worked out. Absolutely. But it's not just embarrassing for the individual. It's embarrassing for his employers, and it's a mistake by Everton. I, I totally get it. Totally. And when yes. I looked when I looked at that last night, thirteen point five million Premier League goals and Naismith by Narratic and against Chelsea. Do you know what he was? not everyone's cup of tea, Stephen Naismith. And but fair play to the lad, he, he left, didn't he? Because he wanted to play. Unfortunately, got relegated. Yeah, but, you know, and then we spent another eight million plus five million on the ass, and the kid just looks completely in the wrong sport. Uh, well, never mind, they're like the wrong kid. He looked like Bambi on ice for most of it, didn't he? You know, I'm gonna got them up. Right, John Nelson. Sort <laughs> of chit chat. Let's go through them because they have been good enough to respond in. John uh, Nelson's put. Um, we need a goalie, defender, and midfielder. Some serious business needs to happen this week. Uh, Said out. Um, 
Great guy, as I said there, three minimum. Um, it's a linked issue, this though. The window should start the day before the season starts so teams can focus on what they have. Get, well, uh, get well soon, said our way. He had an injury, lad. Hope you're well, mate. Still trying to play footy at the age of 40 or something, aren't you? It's just knocking on the head, mate. Admit that it's over. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Roger Armstrong, uh, but we need a keeper. Uh, one centre back, a playmaker, and a centre forward. So, a spine. And his four players would be. Hart, uh, Ashley Williams, one matter, and a striker, not Ben Secchi. <laughs> well, apparently Liverpool won 30 million for Ben, as I think they're going to get that, but they won't let him go. Rob Daniels has put, we all, we're already too late, we need three in before next Saturday, but he's not holding his breath. Let me have a read of this. Past Summer's been a joke, I've got them all here. Watch top, he's Who's this one here with the boobs on? <laughs> <laughs> That's a private matter. What <laughs> <laughs> the hell? No wonder you're on Twitter 24-7, you. <laughs> what's Toffee, what's he saying? A spine, back to front. Is he talking about you or ever? I think he's on about me. I'm, I'm pretty... I wouldn't say I was spineless. <laughs> and now we get that watch, Toffee. You've replied to everyone as well. You've got too much time on your hands. It's that bus journey up to your house. I was bored stiff and I forgot my headphones. <laughs> yeah, there's been... It is a similar theme, though, isn't it? You know... A lot of our a lot friends. of people just saying spine, and I completely agree. Mm-hmm. You know, spine, spine, spine. It's four players, but what what we're not flush with is ideas of who we're going to get as a striker. You know, uh, well, let's, let's, let's talk about it then. Um, we've been linked with about forty thousand midfielders, but <laughs> up front, really, Wilfred Bowen was obviously cruising around town on Saturday. Yeah, getting. Um, I think he just done that for the hell of it. <laughs> No, maybe there's a lot of truth For me, I'd take Wilfred Boney all day. Absolutely. Well, Boney and Lukaku up top. But people are looking at, oh, is there a replacement for Lukaku? And now there's all this confusion going on. At the end of the day, who else are you going to sign? That's the worry, isn't it? Stones. I'm not saying he's replaceable because he's a hugely talented lad. Yeah. But he doesn't score your goals. And to be honest, for the past two years, he didn't really keep out many goals. No, exactly. Um, But he is a hugely talented lad, destined for a great career. Of course. But, But what... No. Lukaku, again, not everyone's cup of tea. It's swinging but the statistics. It's simply not in it. Yeah, it just. <laughs> it's difficult. Lukaku, I get the argument, he's a goal scorer. We haven't had one for years. We probably won't have another one like him for years. But his bizarre's not in it. It's just no good for us. So, well, so who would you have to. Like, you know, I've often thought, like, a, a, and people are shouting down for this, I've often thought, like, a Theo Walcott would be great for Everton, you know? Like that goal he scored yesterday against. Man City it was a terrific goal, and that's the sort of that, that we've missed that. That and I know he's forever offside. Maybe we can coach that out of him, but someone like that. I know he's not leaving Arsenal, but someone like that who drifts in, you know, and, and has got that eye for a goal and, I, I, and get you fifteen goals. Two I thought was Giovinco and um, oh, yeah. Zeko, but both probably unrealistic targets. But Adam Zeko, yeah, for different reasons, really. I often thought he was far too lazy. That far, I don't know if he'd fit I into the master. Up though, Adam Zeko, but he, he went and left City, didn't he, on loan? I don't know to be honest, Mark, because I don't play champ manager anymore. But would, would <laughs> Oliver Giroud be a good signing? You know, he's oh, not finding he, himself out of favour at Arsenal. If um, you know, unless I'm talking complete bollocks. <laughs> He seems to be out of it. I think, I think the number 60 bus turns quicker than Giroud, though, to be honest, man. <laughs> Our fans would have a meltdown if they had Lukaku and Giroud. <laughs> it's just be like the Iron Men on Crosby What's Beach. What's that red light flashing there? 
There's the battery going on my laptop. Someone's, oh, is it? Someone's, oh, it, I don't know, it could be a plane landing. Someone's <laughs> got a laser on us, then. <laughs> We're getting. <laughs> it's set up. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's normally me look, trying to look in to see what you're up to, but I'm inside tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, that's your uncle. Um, so, yeah. What, so, we do, you know, really, we should have asked that. Who the hell are we going to sign up front? I know, yeah. <laughs> but then you get all the 17-year-old hipsters who, who reply with all these mad names because they watch, you know, La Liga they watch every, every single game. But yeah, I, I honestly don't know, Mark. Looking around the Premier League, the two players we've been linked with at centre-half and up front, Boney and Williams, right? Yeah. They're not everyone's cup of tea. Williams is older. Yeah. But it's the two it's years. proven in the Premier League. If you're going to go and pluck players from the Premier League, like we did with Adrissa Guy to an extent, yeah, um, and we did with Ronald Koeman, you know, from Southampton, yeah. then pluck proven. Exactly. You're going to go and pay twenty five for Bet Barney. You're going to go and pay fifteen for Ashley Williams. You think forty million for them two players? Well, yeah. You you, you might have to pay that. Yeah. But if you want, you you know, you, you, want need, you either do squad. that or you sign two Adrissa guys who who are sort of you know unsatisfactory in terms of names and profile yeah for me we need we need we need all we need different we need young up and coming players like we've signed but we also need experience as well and we also need big names because that's what gets the fans that's what gets bums on seats well that's 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 sort of the fans have committed 33,000 I think it's even more season tickets committed so you know the fans you, you do need to reward that mate with some kind of you know transfer present <laughs> yeah, if you know what I'm saying, there has got to be that that show of ambition in the transfer market. You know, it's just it's great what's going on behind the scenes, but it's just, it's not quite enough at the yeah. moment. But it's it's certainly you know, it's great what's going on, but we just need to see it replicated in the transfer market. Come to fruition, yeah. That's what I was trying to think of fruition. <laughs> but I was thinking Back to the Future. I mean, what the flux capacitor that was going to do my mind. <laughs> So anyway, there's some other things as well. Um, I don't know. I don't know what order to do them in. But uh, yeah, Roberto Martinez as the Belgian boss. That was funny seeing that, uh, Lukaku and Malas. It's like two school kids. Right? That, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was like going on holiday with your new bird and finding your ex on the same flight, same hotel, <laughs> same room. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, absolutely, must have been. Awful. <laughs> I actually felt sorry for a millionaire footballer. To be fair, I'd like to know who his agent is. I think it's the same as Philip Senderos's. He's, bl- he's blagged that, hasn't he? Let's How be honest. the hell has he got that? Do you know what? I'm not going to. No. I hope he does well with him, to be honest. I do hope he does well. He's going to change the habit of a lifetime if he does do well. Yeah. With, with, you know, but maybe he's got. They're currently rioting in Brussels as we speak. I know, wouldn't you think that, that poor place has gone through enough turmoil lately? What, a, what an absolute kick in the nuts that is. The fucking... Mark Wilmot must have been horrendous, that's all I'll say for him. You know, well, uh, I feel like feel like getting you know a Belgian flag above my name on Twitter now, I feel desperately sorry civil, for him. Civil war will break out in Belgium and Martin will be standing in the middle saying everything's going to be alright, you know. <laughs> Comical Bobby, we'll yeah, call him. You're just showing great character in your, uh, in your attacking style and your protests. <laughs> I, I just thought we attacked with phenomenal pace <laughs> against the Flemish. And oh, the obviously no. people saying, no, no I just... Alas, I've retired from international football, to be honest. 
I think the boy can't get in the team anyway. I don't think can he? So again, I don't you think know, that problem. But. We haven't talked about Sam Allardyce getting the England manager job, which for me was akin to Mike Bassett. I, I just thought I was watching Mike Bassett again. Martinez is the same kind of an appointment. <laughs> I think England they've just got sick of paying top dollar to bloody no foreign managers with no personality, and yeah. then Hodgson. You do <laughs> need some foreign, but he's got no personality. To be honest, Allardyce is giving them a kick up the arse, but yeah. let's be honest. You need someone who's gonna. You need an England manager who's gonna take his shirt off and I'm like, oh, we just need that mate. And I think they've got it. It's all Eddie Cringy thinking of the next bloody campaign World Cup. Oh my God, what's he gonna be like? He'll be having a bevy in the square with the England fans. <laughs> mate, I think it's me to be silly. honest. Ugh. But anyway, the focus is not Belgium and England. So let's get no. back to it. It is quite humorous that we can. Six months ago, we sitting here slagging Roberto Martinez off for two years. On and this that podcast, and then now he's, you know, <laughs> the manager of one of the most promising sides in world football. <laughs> I mean, that is crazy. We need something like that to happen to our transfer market, don't we? <laughs> Dave, Dave Whelan, uh, I'm sure will have. Oh, oh you know, because I, I broke my leg, I got, I got him that job. Justifiably, yes. Yeah, the broken leg contributed to the year. Uh, anyway, Cleveland. Tony Hibbert's comments oh, yeah. in the paper. Yeah, I took particular umbrage to this, and I haven't took a lot of fence. <laughs> There's some I tried my best to yeah. keep the faith blowing. You know, there was a few comments uh, oh, which I made me was, chuckle, to be honest. I that. thought it was absolutely bang on. It didn't have made sense either. Called us not speaking to him, and yet he's still training at Finch Farm. There's got to be some kind of dialogue there. Or I just thought it was a bit rich, to be honest with you. A player who hasn't played for three years, 45 minutes, I think he wrapped up last season. A joke, sort of. It was like a Joe cameo, wasn't it, against Bournemouth, where he just got encouraged to shoot for 45 minutes, raked in a couple of million, or maybe just over one million, uh, for a player. Now, had he played a pivotal role last season, not that anybody did, but um, you know, and played consistently, done well, and then been shown the door, and then I would have completely understood where he was coming from. But to cream off the top the way he has done for three years... Quite shit, you know, I didn't want to seek football elsewhere. Could have maybe dropped down the championship, as a lot of players do, and, and find football. Quite happy to Winston Bogard it and sit on the bench and fish for three years. Thought it was incredibly rich to come out and slag the club off. So, oh, I actually, so that's what it's all right. One last thing, I actually rejoiced at that statement. We are no longer the people's club. We are a ruthless business. That has been so far... We've been waiting so long for Evan to be run like that. It's not a, a jobs for the boys club anymore, is it? He's just spitting his dummy out because they haven't given him a one-year contract extension for doing jack. You know, anyway. You don't get paid 30 grand a week just to 30 go to grand gym, a, just You know, to you try and get sympathy. I know. To be honest, I, I, I find it very tough to, to really come out and criticise him. No, I did take the piss and lost the plot a bit on Twitter like most people did, but... Um, <laughs> The, for me, the snad, why do you go to papers? It's not an Everton thing to do that. No, and especially a Scouse thing. That, that's maybe showing. I've heard a few stories about Everton, they're never, they're never favourable, to be honest, about his character outside. He seems the type, though, Mark, who keeps himself to himself. You know, he likes his fishing, family man, whatever. You know, a local yeah. born, he sticks to his roots, he's not, he's, not, he's level headed. A bit like Leon Osman, mm. you know what I mean? Don't fancy Dan, no, yeah. no you know, big uh, facade or anything. But just then, what you see when it's out the door, he's at the fucking. Was it the Daily Mail? Mail, the, one of the worst papers. One of the ranks. I, I just think, what's going on there? And then I, I yeah, want to look a lot of press. Think it? about it, yeah. I just. 
Yeah, to me it was confusing. He didn't need to do that. Now he's tarnished his name. Yeah, completely. And well, he's, not he's completely. probably burnt, he's probably not completely, but he's burnt a few bridges as well, hasn't he? With the with the people who are still giving him free facilities to train every day. And possibly imagine being, the line, imagine being a millionaire and yeah. getting to go and train at a Premier League football club's training complex every day. I think my overwhelming message have the audacity to, to go and get a fee off the papers to grass them up. Criticise. You know, he clearly doesn't need the money, so was it worth it? You've, you've got people on Twitter, don't mark, oh, you know, success at any cost was just horrible to anyone. Rubbish. And then the older fellas going, where's fair play, a phone call only takes two minutes. That should have simply happened. Yeah. But to come, on, come out and go to the papers like that, for me, you're grassing up the employers who've stuck by you since you were a kid and played you an absolute fortune for only being... A decent footballer, let's be honest. Let's man. face it, he's he's an average right back, a good, a good, yeah, good right Someone back. Someone who could probably go and play three or four years of Blackburn yeah, or Bolton. But or I think it there. says it all for me that he's been in the club for twenty five years, not considered a legend by any stretch of the imagination, which tells you, you know, hasn't ever reached the heights, has he, of of like people who have stayed at the club forever? You think, you know, Big Nev and players like that, and I know. We're talking about Tony Ibber, but you know, people pretty much forgot him. Well, we wanted to forget him a lot sooner. I, I personally thought he should have been sold after the Chelsea final in 09. But um, a bit rich, you haven't done nothing for three years, you, you've coined it in. You got a contract extension in that time as well. So I, I think sometimes it's just better to say nothing. Yeah. Absolutely. I think <laughs> Which is a bit rich coming from me. Well, <laughs> oh, it's a good way to end it. 110,000 tweets. <laughs> in the stadium now the, the plans for the the, the, uh, the new stadium and mm. the Goodison revamp to like any other business things that we should mention but yeah. Goodison obviously people have said oh why are they doing it up and stuff but the thing is what you do do you leave it into disrepair for two years to I think it's a good thing two three years five years until we get a, a new stadium council funded you know for the Commonwealth Games or, <laughs> uh, or, or, ten years. or to be, you know, we throw a bit of different cladding up on a few things. The Everton fans forum, I'm not their biggest advocate, but you know what, fair play, just do the place up rather than just bloody putting new cubicles in and Betty doing a bit of bleaching. Get, <laughs> do the place up because people yeah. come there, people flock there, new fans come, kids come. Well, it needs to be a nice environment and it, it will never lose its originality of horse shit and bet beer man, oh, beer, bet and slips. The horse shit and burgers need to stay. And beer, exactly. We love all that and, you know, policemen standing around eating hot dogs all day. We love all that match day sort of mentality in the area. Obviously, L4 is not the most affluent. Um, but it's our home. So but it is our home. Yeah. It's unique. But do, do go to sun up. That's fine. If you've got a few quid to do it, then don't just fucking moan about it. That's what our fans moan about, not having no money and that. That's what I don't get. And then when we, do, and then when we have money and start planning a new stadium and throwing a lick of paint and new cladding and renaming stands and that, and I don't know, why are they doing and that? If it's only for three years, so be it. But mm. so what? You know, just do Make the your surroundings up. better until you move yeah, on to and I think, do you remember something new. Not name dropping, by we don't interview enough people to name drop, but Big Ness said the same thing when we spoke to him about making the match day more of an experience for fans, didn't he? You know, and said that, you know, we've got to, it's, it's got to be last. His last season felt like a complete show. You know, and you're looking at that fucking stand walking down the ladder street with us where it's all I yellow. Think it's, it's I think it's like it's, someone's pissed all over. I think I spent more time in the concourse <laughs> and in the William Hill on the corner than I did watching it. Yeah, and I think they've thrown a few quid into the William Hill as well. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but 
done it up. <laughs> I agree, yeah, South Paul said that, and I think the fan zone is massive. That's a great thing that they do, the fan zone. I really do think Everton deserves praise for that. Um, yeah. But, you know, the whole match day experience of around that, it'll only add to it. You know, the way they put the, the uh, Holy Trinity on the side of the stand, that's just brilliant that they renamed the stand after Philip Carter and Howard Kendall, which yeah, we do need to it. mention here today. A nice touch. Bit yeah, ma- a yeah. bit mouthy like, but. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You're right though. You're spot on though, mate. I might have to change my, uh, my Twitter username as well. I'm sure Big Howard uh, wouldn't, wouldn't mind. Not at all. Howard Kendall stand is just, you know, terrific. It's it? fitting, isn't it? You know what I mean? But these and things, it's the Gladys Street as well, you know. So that's like, what I mean. These things, are, we're evolving as a business. We need to be coming up with ideas. You can't just stand still in this day and age. No. And if there's a plan in terms of the new stadium which you want to come to now, yeah. in the background and I'm happy for them to do what they want to with us and as long as there's a vision for the future and for once we're not capping and exactly and you know there's even that in itself shows that there's you know there's there's not an acceptance anymore there's not there's a desire to make us look better no matter how temporary or, or you know permanent it's going to be you know what I mean so we might not be good as for the next we might be good as for two more years tops if that reports anything to be believed We'll with, with Joe Anderson and all that, but um, if if we can make it look stunning for two years, you know that's thirty eight home games, you know where people are going to have a good time. And big Big Joe's going to have to come on the uh, the Everton Fan Focus podcast. I think he only lives. I think he lives around the corner from me. Get him on. Do you know, I've got a few council issues I want to talk to him about the bin service and what have you, but I'm not really, just, I want to really press him on this Dockland Stadium, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need to know that that stone, that stone bridge cross document was crossed off the list pretty quickly. Yeah. Joe, you know, to be fair, Joe tweeted a bit of a hint the other day, didn't he? And yeah, and well, he, he went was... to see Liverpool's main stand and he said, you know, the view of down the Dockland, and he said, yeah, it'll be a lot better soon, that view. So there's something in the often, but that picture. Is that what he said? Yeah. Oh, Did no, you see it? No, I didn't see it. Oh, I was on Twitter, that. didn't see that. Didn't see that. Too yeah. busy grafting. Um, <laughs> what with women? <laughs> um, was it the weekend? No. You um, you need to have a look at that. He was hinting, but you know that picture of Ken Wright, Mashiri, and Anderson and positive talks. We needed to bring that back because there was a point. I think Elstone made comments, didn't he, at the uh, the AGM yeah. or whatever it's called, yeah. and then. Joe Anderson come out with a counter argument the next day and it's like bloody hell but, you know we're pissing this relationship up the wall before it's even got going so we, yeah exactly things have changed now things have changed dramatically I would say on that front I mean that's you know, everyone's best of friends now that's, that's the dream you know yeah. well, that is the tourism tourism walking around all this stuff we're heaven. doing now that is the crux to all good things for us we need that stadium badly and we need it to be iconic we need it to be on the wall front and we needed to block out that giant uh, hole punch stood on Stanley Park there. You talking about Jurgen Klopp? I am. <laughs> oh, sorry, you meant the main stand. I don't know how accurate his teeth are on paper, but yeah, the main stand. But you know, they're, they're, yeah, it, it is about them. It's about us looking bigger than them. It's about us you know, showing them that, you know, at the moment they're doing that silly hyena thing that they do. Hills have eyes where they're laughing at us. I'm not on about it. They sort of do that. Liverpool fans have no sense of humour. So when they, they try and laugh at you, they just look possessed. There's, there's no humour to it. So it's it's raw anger displayed as humour. Do you know what I mean? So that's the way, that's my experience with Liverpool fans. They're laughing their asses off. I was royal. Oh, we need to shut them up with some stadium on that front. Stadium on that front. Block out the sun so it's constant darkness. <laughs> 
<laughs> if we could get some kind of James Bond Icarus thing going on, you know, uh, die another day type thing going on, where, where that's the, the, well, I mean, to be honest, they'll feel at home in Norway, won't they? It's constant darkness <laughs> over there. <laughs> but uh, no, let's just for once steal a fucking march on them and, and really be the envy of the Premier League, not just the city of Liverpool, with what we're going to do next. Because well, I'll, yes. I'll, I'll, you know, I'm getting this fucking tattoos on my back. <laughs> Yes, talk Give about a a, San Miguel on a roll. Talk about a rally, a rally track. Oh my god! <laughs> I think that you know that's just the way I feel. I'll take whatever comes now. Slow steps. Tenth, eighth, sixth, fourth. Oh, fourth. That's insane. First. Usmanov built his own landing pad on the top yeah. of the lava building. We've on top got, of the lava building. We've, uh, we can see it now. We're all riding down. He dumps the, the biggest load of blue paint all over Anfield on Coney's on camel. We're riding into town, season ticket to the score. We're fucking drinking. Hey, Liverpool are advertising on City to try and fill their home game, so oh, let it bring it on. Bring it on. Because the tourists have vacated. Cummins <laughs> installed uh, Amsterdam style cafes on the concourse. Red light district on, this is like on one the of bad Oh my god. Hey. Space cakes for sale outside Goodison Park. But to be honest, the past two space years, cakes for the way this comes through. The past two years, I've felt like I haven't wanted to get me through 90 minutes. I know, but you know what? I've got to say, as a fan, and, and ever since the day I walked into Goodison, 30 years ago this year, actually, in September, I mean, to keep you out, I'll never forget that day. When I go on, on Saturday, the, the, the excitement of seeing that pitch, no matter, fucking forget everything else, the excitement of seeing that pitch again, for the start of a new season, it's something that, you know, never leaves you, done it? You know, it's that thrill. And you get it every home game you go to. You know, and I'm just, I'm absolutely buzzing that it's the start of the season you again. See, you feel see, like you return to normal now. You see, you see yeah. the same faces, the same smell. The same smell. Same sight. Same fume. The same... <laughs> but it's all great. It's yes. our fume. It's our sight. It's I our smell. I can feel an article coming on with that. <laughs> Smells of football, was it? Bad, uh, Mechland, yeah, that, absolutely, yeah. That, I, I, I agree, I agree. Ben, um, ben? that's our Ben, that. I agree, hey, man. I knew we'd get a mention. Um, <laughs> look, what, look what West Ham have done. You know, West Ham was one of the best away games, wasn't it? Mm. Let's be honest. We've all done forward rolls around Upton Park because it is Upton Park. I don't know what people tell me. Ground, trying to be hipster back. and be clever, calling it the bowling. It was but always Upton they, Park. They, when I, you they know. move with the times, and you know their owners are twats, and the, you know a lot of the fans. Now when he's full to shopping pictures of snakes in this pond, I don't know what that was about. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's uh, let's hope that there is a, a future down on the Docklands, and you know, oh, I, let's hope because be, that for me is central. I mean, we all know it, don't we? You know, but if Joe well, Anderson is rightly getting excited, and he doesn't seem the type of bloke to to get excited over nothing. Well, I've seen him when um, Bexley's opens an old swan, though. To be fair. Oh yeah. He's an excited Joe in the right circumstances. I'm only matching Joe. Um, but yeah, if, if, if he could deliver that, it'd be. Phenomenal. <laughs> Just phenomenal. It would be beautiful. Uh, do you know what? Fuck it. Stick Martinus back on the mural as long as we're on the Docklands. You know. How many times the Mersey and the Lava Building and Pier Ed's pictured on a daily basis yeah. in association with the I'm thinking the Three Queens. Everton just to be snidely 
put in the corner there, oh, no. and then Liverpool to be just stuck in Anfield. <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna look in the biggest shits up on it. They're gonna be two miles back. No one's gonna want to know. But the, but the thing know, is, Southampton will be re-signing Liverpool. You players. build down, <laughs> you build down there, Mark. You don't just build a stadium. You no, the hotels followed. Follow the supermarkets, Hotels. the shops, the complexes. Yeah. Think of the thousands of jobs that it creates, which is great for the local economy. Absolutely. Just, it'd be brilliant. I mean, it breaks my heart every time I look at that Echo Arena. I well, can't look at it to exactly be honest. Exactly, but Liverpool's main stand, look how many jobs that's created. Yeah. It is, fa- you know, taking your Evertonian hat off, it is fantastic, isn't it? The fact that that's created extra jobs, it will bring more supporters to them. Yeah. But then, it's a fucking pain in the ass because it's Liverpool. But we... For, for us to potentially have the, the brand new, move away from L4, yeah. put that chapter to bed. We all love Goodison and a lot of people probably will never want to leave. But at the end of the day, we're moving with the times. We're getting new investments, new ideas on and off the pitch, yeah. new infrastructure. It follows in suit. Look at the Arsenal model, you know what I mean? We want that. We're not going to get the trophies and don't get this. Yeah, yeah. And we're not going to get the investment that we need to win trophies if we don't get this. So it's, you know, it's absolutely bringing on, you know... I mean, County Road will probably die a death. I'll have to go to Harlech out of respect. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that, but, it, it know, would suffer, yeah. But it would suffer, but I think, you know, me and our Ben would still call there after the match. <laughs> but um, I was going to say, you know, you get out of town packed full of Evertonians, there's going to be Everton merchandise, you know, in town, right in the middle where there's tourists and everything. We're just not out there enough, are we? You know, I went, you know, to. To bed over a couple of days from John Lennon, and there was no evidence stuff in the airport or nothing like that. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, you just gotta. We need to get out, and if we're in the middle of the town, then a lot more people are gonna see us. A lot, you know, it's gonna. We're gonna start to make an impression on people, aren't we? And, and get out there as a brand. And that's the goal, isn't it? You know what I mean? I think we've got a bit carried away there, and I've been talking about that, but ultimately, there is plans. We're not just making these plans up. There is plans to do something. So. Sky's the limit if we get that yeah. Dockland Stadium, absolutely. I hope Big Joe's at home with his cat drawings doing, you know, <laughs> plotting lands and and far. He's working out how many how many years it'll take for us to overtake Liverpool with the league title. And far <laughs> Farhad is uh, obviously working around the clock though, isn't we need, he? We need, Farhad, that, we need Farhad to be pulling strings and scratching backs and fiddling with knobs. So there you go. Um <laughs> fiddling with knobs. <laughs> I was going to say let's draw it to a close there. We can't say that for the last sentence. <laughs> Can we shine, sorry? Um, but no, the fixtures, we've got to finish with the fixtures. Of uh, course. So go on, I'll test you. Who are we playing? Well, on Saturday we've got games. Tottenham Hotspur, then we've got West Brom away, and then we've got on your big day, Stoke City at home. Yeah. Yes. Couldn't have picked a better Tell game to miss, could I? I sound like Stoke. No. We, we get beat 4-3, I'm not coming to that way. <laughs> But um, I was going to say, no, do you know what? Get past Tottenham. If we can get past Tottenham, they're an excellent team. And I can easily see them cutting through us if we're currently the way we are on Saturday. Um, but if we can get, get a good result out of that game, go for, go for the win. We should, you know, we're good against Tottenham at home. Then there's some, there's some really good games coming up there where we can make the most of it. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a run of games up to West Ham in maybe October. You know, I think we've only got one sub game, I think it's at United away or something like that, where we could, you know, potentially be sitting in top of the league. Five. <laughs> I think top of the league, eight points clear. No. To be, to be honest, there's man. really good opportunities to start the season well. To be honest, um, the Spurs game is, yeah. is what you want, I think, to start a season. Mm. 
Tottenham, Tottenham, like, Tottenham really impressed me last season, and yeah. Pochettino does the likes of Harry Kane, even their defenses. You know the defense. Sorry, right across their team, older world. Um, yeah, Loris in goal. I I think they're really well organized and well suited to his style and his yeah. vision. And fair enough. They pissed Don't it last even. season, and they they, they stupidly felt. Oh, they just lost their heads, didn't they? They did the lose But look at looking at Premier League years again. Just to draw on that, the amount of goals that Harry Kane scored, Deli Ali, Christian Eriksen, they've got exciting players. Yeah. That's what I want for Everton. A couple of years ago, Everton were competing with the likes of Tottenham. You know, you know, your fifty, six, seven. Yeah. We have. We've gone behind, and obviously Tottenham have had more money and and you know. Made different changes and they haven't and been. To be honest, a lot of them signings that they made in the wake of Bale, they got criticised initially. Have, have kind of come good. Well, they have Eric Lamella. Lamella done really well, player. you know. Yeah. Christian Eriksen was a snip, wasn't he? Yeah. You know, um, they, they have signed decent players, and I think that's what you want. You want from your side. You start start against the best in the league and have a go. Last season, Tottenham passed us off the park. If I remember rightly, first yeah. half, but we 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 Aaron Lennon scored, didn't he? Yes. And we threw one off. One off. Yeah. In January. See, this reminds me of, of very much like when we played Newcastle at the start of the season when we had Gary Speeds making his debut, God bless him, and, and you know, Duncan was on top of the, it's that type of game, mate. You can imagine the sun baking down on Everton. Everton beat Tottenham's always an attractive fixture anyway, isn't it? You know, and it's that type of game where, you know, it can sort of make your season right in the way it go. So where's your season ticket? In my wallet, I'm going to No, what, what <laughs> fucking what stand you take it? <laughs> I'm in the Howard Kendall upper. Oh, I'm in the upper, yeah. I'm so, in the upper. Because so we're, we're, we're mid 30s uh, these days. <laughs> you won't be signing autographs, so, aren't you? I, th- I like the upper because, you know, not often do you get a chance to have a pint and scratch your head on the ceiling. It saves me doing it. Why don't you change your username to Upper Gladys Lad? Ah, oh, but that would be. The, I mean, I'm already oh, stalking you on the outside. Upper Gladys lad and lower Gladys lad. And lower Gladys lad. Instead of the two marks, we could be the two uppers and lowers. <laughs> the, two <laughs> the two no marks. <laughs> the two no marks. <laughs> but um, yeah, upper Gladys uh, for the in first the time in a long time in the middle. Yeah, to the left. Um, I think just behind me, behind the post. Did you I'll get to know over there. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Don't talk about your pen like that. I'm gonna, what I'm um, going to do, I'm, with the post, if I get stuck behind a post, because I'm there for 19 games, I'll put a picture of Rita Hayworth up and try and, try and shank it, try and get a gap through before the end of the season <laughs> so I can see through it. Should I will be anything new on the menu, on the concourses? Yeah. I think we're going to have Roast. two hot dogs in Roast one. Roast dog. <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know. Depends what machine he's into, I suppose, doesn't it? I think he's a bit of a smooth yeah, guy. He's not a tinker in. I'm thinking he that himself if you come on the concourse. <laughs> I think I think there's gonna be maybe lobster on the menu next season. So that's that, yeah, why not? Or lobster pots. Evertonians <laughs> walking over, confused, going, What's this goldfish? <laughs> <laughs> I would like the pie I'd like the roll over hot dog to taste like a hot dog, that would be nice. Uh, and for it not to be maybe six pounds money. And not to spend the next seven days on the bog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the trying to force to a bloody baguette that's uh, we've long. reached we've reached new lows on this tonight. Yeah. We? We're talking about uh, baguettes and, and hot dogs roll over. How long's that? An hour and a half? You have to draw it to a close. Yeah, yeah. People awake. You'll have to get back to Twitter, won't you? I'll have to and uh, yeah. People will be thinking you've gone AWOL if you haven't been on for an hour. I did tell them all I was on a show. <laughs> <laughs> so, there we go. Yes. Brings it nicely to an end. Um, any final thoughts? 
It's tough when I want to say this, I want to say it all night. It's, it's 16 years of, of where the faith in the, in the drive behind our club diminished completely. And I got it back after the season ended. And now I'm desperate for it not to go again. So I am I'm with you, although I'm reacting differently on Twitter. I'm with you. I, I fully believe in the direction that we're going in now. And I think we all have to get behind that direction. We're not seeing it short term right now. I know we all want to get it. But maybe, you know, this present's going to be worth waiting for. That's all I want to say. Okay. <laughs> what about um, the little snippet that we heard today about the, being two medicals booked in a Finch farm? Oh, two medicals at Finch farm. That's, you heard that and I heard that. So uh, if you had... And we're not ITKs. We're definitely not ITKs. Far, oh, far from it. But far from it. But from, I believe... From, 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 from gauging thoughts and prediction... I'd say one of them has to be Ashley Williams, and I would Absolutely. say that's and got to be a done deal. And if you're looking at, you know, CCTV cameras around town, the other one's got to be Wilfred Bonney. No, surprised, <laughs> surprised that the Evertonians haven't infiltrated his Snapchat. I do see where he is. There is no one better than Evertonians at spotting out. It's just you know, something like that. Telephone's bad. That was fun, wasn't it? Tele- yeah, telephone's. <laughs> a bit of location turned up on twi- Twitter or Facebook or something where she took a picture and next thing yeah. she deleted it because all the other Tonys were going inside. <laughs> I think they knew the moment Leroy Fair ordered two Heineken's and a cheese and bacon toasty on that plate. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if that if there's any truth to that and apparently excitement's building at Finch Farm, you know, we could well... Ever, Everton love to drag things out, don't they? So they'll probably make us sweat till Friday. Um, you know, just to make sure everyone buys a few more Chang on Saturday. Do you know what? I didn't want this. I wanted new players and I wanted a new look Everton for Tottenham. And maybe convi- there will have be. Have I convinced you? Yes, completely. I would set up a one matter Friday night paraded half time Tottenham Hotspur. That, that's what I'll I'll put them on my shoulders and parade them myself. <laughs> I'm going to take him home. Got a bed made up now. He's <laughs> <laughs> only. He looks like a little kid, don't put Jack. You know, yeah. I'd, I'd take that myself. I think. What, what, what we need to do realise is that as I said I won't bore you with it again before but I think there is a long term yeah. plan in place and it's phased Mashiri comes in that coincides with having to make a huge managerial decision if Mashiri didn't come in Martinez would probably still be manager of Edmonton FC absolutely we have he's, a lot to be thankful for he's left Cumin. they went and identified him it took a while because he went on about 12 holidays <laughs> uh, he then came back we, we announced it in our own time yeah. since then we announced the wash deal, no one saw that coming. Stecklenberg and Guy, no one saw them coming. So all in the know, people are saying we're gonna do this and do that. That's fair enough. But excitement is apparently building behind the scenes that we are building towards something. So maybe they are waiting for a double announcement to ultimately appease the fans because we need that. Regardless of whether John Stones or Roman Lukaku stay or go, Everton needs at least three new players, I would say. And that's without any outgoings. And three first-team players. Three first-team first yeah, players, yeah. yeah. But Something if you go and buy an Ashley Williams and a Wilfred Boney, you know that they can go straight into that team. You know that they're good enough. You know they're yeah. fit enough. And and they're going to enhance us. They're going to... Exactly. They're going to better what we've already got. So, I'm confident. It might not be Williams and Boney, but I'm confident that the names that... Uh, we bring in are going to be sufficient enough to, to help us kick on and I'm excited to see Delafoe Morales never being Kev's biggest fan I hope we keep Lukaku I honestly yeah. I personally I hope we keep Lukaku more than I do we think we keep Stones um, that's as long as his head screwed on right absolutely as much as a slate the likes of McCarthy McGeezy Coney and that 
Yeah, at the end of the day, we need players to come in to fill their boots. Um, I'm hoping Guy can play a real part. Um, looking forward to seeing Mason Holgate, Tom Davis, um, and the, the team that you do this with the team that started <laughs> against, against uh, United on Saturday. Is the yeah. team that starts this Saturday for me. I've got no qualms about throwing Guy in from the off. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the team rebuild itself and re re you know, find that momentum itself. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know. we, we, we did we lost the plot. We've we've lost the plot for eighteen and months. I think a lot of damage was done, mate, in that last six months there, where he should have been sacked and wasn't minus. I think a lot of damage has gone on where it's still patently clear in that yeah. play. Do you know what I mean? Don't I, don't just, me I think Ma- we're Ma- underestimating Ma- just Martinez is the one who who's answerable and who got yeah. made unemployed from that. But the players have a lot to answer for, and you know it's time for them to stand up and show that they are Premier League footballers and show the capabilities. So Completely whoever doesn't want to be here, the likes of Stones and Carpenter, they don't want to be here. Ultimately, the goal is to keep your best players and be ambitious and build around them. But if they don't want to be here, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it anymore. I'd rather, I'd rather think about the future. Yeah. Replace them, bring them in, do what we can, and move on because I, I'm safe in the knowledge now that there's a, a, a real concrete positive plan for the club in place yeah spot on no but keeping unhappy players let's move on there you go <laughs> so <laughs> here we go um, so the Everton Fan Focus podcast is back obviously for this season yeah um, you can find us on iTunes nothing's changed there just search Everton Fan Focus separately um, and it's under podcast if you get stuck um, you can subscribe there and you can also leave reviews so you want to call Mark a knobhead then by all means um, <laughs> I get that anyway <laughs> um, also there's been a bit of a transition so we've, we've moved the hosting platform from SoundCloud to Acast so we're going to see how that goes tonight if it doesn't work it'll be on SoundCloud yeah. but we'll push out the relevant links through Twitter Acast is a hosting platform for podcasts so we've linked up with a number of other football podcasts they approached us they're going to help with the hosting side and there's going to be, yeah. if it's successful, there's going to be some adverts implemented within the show, which will help pay to cover the cost of running it. Um, again, it's all very much trial and error. Yeah. Me and Mark are not technical experts, but we've no. gone into an agreement with ACAST to do that. So um, you, you may see you may see that our, our shows are now proudly hosted or <laughs> in association with ACAST. Surely okay? FM coming. Some people, yeah, surely <laughs> FM coming in your ears. <laughs> Some people might not get their head round that, and I'm still trying to get my head round that. So, um, yeah. thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks very much. Take it easy. And we'll come back um, when? It's going to be two weeks, I think, just after your wedding, Stoke City. No, we'll do one before then. Oh, before then? Yeah. Oh, so, so we'll do one after the West Brom game then. I'll need a bit of relief before the wedding, won't I? Um, <laughs> maybe after the West Brom game, yeah. yeah we'll let Everton play a couple of games, hopefully, then. You know, we would have signed our five years. Six points, Sorry. six players. <laughs> Six points, six <laughs> players, and six bricks laid down at the dockside. <laughs> That'll Good night. Be for me. Good night. <laughs>